Well, hello stranger. Welcome back. Uh, this is Mark Rainsford here again with the Look Great, Feel Great podcast. And yeah, I've taken a little bit of a break over the last few months as I think um, we've probably all taken a break from something over the last few months, I'd imagine. But yeah, work's been busy, life's been busy, but hey, we're back again. So at the time of recording this, there's 18 days till Christmas. I think everybody needs a bit of a break in some format. And whilst this year is going to be a little bit different, both in Christmas times, it's probably also going to be a little bit different in the lead up to Christmas. There's not, I was going to say there's none, but there may be a lot less of the uh, socials, the work socials, the going out with friends and things like that, which quite often are pretty nice in December, but certainly lead to an expansion of the waistline. Having said that though, let's get on with some tips and some ideas, especially one main thing that we can implement throughout December to maybe give ourselves a little bit more of a calorie buffer for over that actual Christmas period when pretty much all of us are going to be consuming more calories than we really need and seeing if we can come out the other side with not too much damage on that front. So let's cover three main things, probably three main things that all of us can implement a fair bit to help this out. Number one is water. Water pretty much all of the time, all year round, is something that most of us probably don't have enough of. But I think it's even harder at this time of year when the weather is colder. There's not much of an interest in taking water. But ensuring hydration levels are up are not only going to remove those false hunger kinds of signals and lethargy, but it will just keep us feeling a little bit more energised. So if it is a case of putting some sugar-free squash into water to get it down, that is even better. Uh, If it's a case of fruit teas, green teas, that's fine. Even if your tipple is whatever, diet cokes, sugar-free colas, things like that, it's not the end of the world if you're drinking those. But obviously, you know, be careful. We don't want litres and litres of the stuff. And the second thing is probably another thing that is actually important all year round, but protein levels. So we're talking meats, eggs, fishes, yogurts, those kind of foods. Protein basically takes longer to digest in the body through the digestive system. So for that reason, it will keep us feeling fuller for longer, which is what we want when most of the, let's face it, Christmas foods tend to be very high in sugar or very high in carbs. But also alongside the digestion levels, it actually helps to balance out our blood sugar levels. When we t- in, uh, when we ingest carbohydrates, sugars, we get this like roller coaster, immediate boost in blood sugar levels, which gives us that energy high. But equally, we peak and then hit a low just as quickly, which tends to then make us feel hungry quicker. But equally, our energy levels rise and then they'll drop as well. So try and incorporate protein at as many meals as possible and ideally first thing in the morning. So whether this is gonna be eggs on toast omelettes, scrambled eggs and smoked salmon, those kind of options. Eggs are great first thing in the morning because of the high protein levels and even a little bit more caloric but you can go with things like avocado and feta on mashed rye. No actually let's go the other way around. Mashed avocado and feta on a rye toast, a great breakfast, a little bit more caloric but again it's very filling so might stop you reaching for those snacks mid-morning. And the third option, I think it's something that will actually come in very handy for many people, and it's intermittent fasting. Now hear me out on this, because I think many people who haven't fasted before kind of think, or kind of hear it, and then think, yeah, I've heard about that, but it's not really for me. But basically what that means is, it's not really for you, or you've never actually tried it up until now. But intermittent fasting can be a great thing, because when it comes to food, it's basically all down to choice. We choose our food. 
And it's again, it's a choice to actually omit food. And with intermittent fasting, it's often about removing breakfast. So how this works is 17 hours is normally the base level that we people do for fasting. And there is no there is no like gold star. There is no set rules for fasting. You can do it as often or how you like. But generally it tends to be about 17 hours from the last meal. So your evening meal in the evening, 17 hours, including your sleep until you eat again. So usually for the majority of people, it will be omitting breakfast and eating your lunch from there. Now, what are the benefits of intermittent fasting? Well, number one, of course, we're removing a meal. So straight away, you are saving whatever between three and possibly 600 calories in your day. So you've put yourself straight away into a calorie deficit from what you would usually be at. You can then use that deficit to either bank things up for the weekend if you're planning on a, um, a heavier weekend or as you lead up to Christmas, knowing that maybe a few days over Christmas, you're going to be having a hell of a lot more calories than normal. But equally, if needed, you don't always have to put yourself into a calorie deficit that way. It can actually allow you, because you've removed one meal of the day, the first one, to give you a larger evening meal if it's then that you feel hungry or hungrier. Or... You can have a slightly bigger lunch and evening meal. And whether that is food or drink, it just gives you a bit more of a buffer. But also by removing the first meal of the day, when we naturally wake up in the morning, our blood sugar levels are fairly low, but quite well balanced. And as soon as we tend to eat something, not only do those rise, but we then start to put a bit more of a demand onto the body and the digestive system, which actually takes quite a lot of our um, metabolic and hormonal processes. It's quite a big job to digest food. And so by not having to do that, our body can then function, and both from a hormonal perspective and a physio, uh, physical one and a physiological, I guess, it can start to focus on other things. And sometimes people find that they feel hungry when they're fasting, but mostly this is purely because they are used to having a meal. And so their brain is telling them, hang on a minute, I've normally eaten by now. But it doesn't have to be something you have to follow. Going back to what I said at the beginning, food is a choice. We are very fortunate in this world that we can choose when to eat and what to eat. But put yourself maybe into I'm a celebrity or something like that where you are only eating at a set point time and you have to eat because nothing else is coming along. That's a whole different kettle of fish. Excuse the pun. Uh, fish eyeballs. But in our culture today, you know, we can eat whenever we want. So it's just basically taking ownership for, no, I'm choosing not to eat today, or I'm choosing not to eat this morning. Today might be a bit of a stretch. And so by doing that, we take ownership. Keep yourself busy, because again, just like I said, feeling hungry, we'll often feel hungry if we're bored. So if you do start to feel bored, change your environment, change what you're seeing, change what you're doing if you can, change what you're listening to, because all of those senses that we have feed our thoughts and feed how we, how we feel, funnily enough. And so if we are getting bored, if we are starting to get thoughts that we don't want, it's all about changing those senses. Sometimes, yes, for sure, you might not be able to get up from what you're doing work-wise and move. But plug in some earphones, put some music on, put something different on to give you different thoughts coming in to remove those thoughts of being hungry. And if it comes down to it, chewing gum, black coffee, as I said at the beginning, sugar-free cola. Um, caffeine is an appetite suppressant, so it will help you tick through that water levels. Um, sugar-free jelly, those kind of things that are zero calories. Because whilst truly something like that isn't fasting because you are putting uh, something into your digestive system, end of the day, we're looking to bank some calories for over the holiday period so that we don't go into excess and come out the other side thinking, oh God, I've really got to get rid of this waistline. 
So it's about taking ownership, understanding that everything is a choice. Nobody's pushing you into something. If you hit a day and you feel hungry, eat then. But just don't use meals and labels because that's how it's always been done. Take a little bit more ownership around your choices, especially with food. So the biggest tip I can probably give with intermittent fasting is if you are planning it, let's say it's Monday evening and you're planning on fasting Tuesday morning, ensure that Monday evening is a nicely balanced meal. You've got decent levels of protein, vegetables, those kinds of things in which are not just nutrient rich, but are quite fibrous and are going to keep you feeling fuller for longer. And then start your day with intent. Start on busy tasks, things like that, and just stay active. Because if you start that previous evening with whatever, I don't know, um, a pizza or lots of chocolate, lots of alcohol, you're going to have a high blood sugar rise and then a drop first thing in the morning. And you are going to feel pretty hungry and tiresome from there. So like everything, make sure there's a plan. Plan your evening meal. And then as soon as you wake up, work out what tasks need to be done and stay active. And here's the thing to remember, whilst I said that choices, food is all about choices, food is also energy. And so if you're not being very active, if you are purely have got a desk-based job, there is not as much need for energy coming in. And whilst it can be hard because we've been used to a routine of breakfast, lunch, evening meal, maybe snacks in between or whatever's on the side, it's about understanding that it is about an energy in versus energy out balance. So whether that is a case of reducing portions or omitting a meal through intermittent fasting, eat for your day, eat for your energy requirements, and you'll find that both your mental focus and your body focus will appreciate it a bit more. Yep, always a lot easier to talk about than actually doing action, but action is where the results come. Enjoy.